As a man thinks in his heart, so is he. Thoughts lead to actions, and actions, habits, and habits, character, and character, destiny. Join this purple girl in her purple world as we share inspiration and build hope together, one thought at a time. The destiny you desire is only a thought away. Good morning and welcome to Building Hope with Purple Thoughts. This is Justina, your podcast host. It's a nice day to be alive. Wouldn't you say that? I would. So today is Friday, Share Your Thought Day, where our guests will share their personal thought from one of my purple thoughts. And today we have a really good guest, one of my good people with us today. I'm so excited that she's here. We have LaShonda Sanchez. Good morning. Good morning, Justina. I'm glad to be here. Thank you. I think I'm gladder, even though that may not be correct English. I'm more glad (laughs) that you're here. So you guys don't know LaShonda like I do, so I'm going to read a little bit about her. LaShonda supports moms. Yay for LaShonda. And keeping all the plates spinning, especially those who are doing all things on their own. This includes single moms as well as wives with husbands who travel extensively for business. As a former single mom and wife who has blended families, LaShonda guides women in maximizing family life without losing themselves in the process. Wow, that's a tall order. She helps moms in their homes and kitchens to press the easy button on treating their tribes to healthy meals that never compromise on flavor. From cooking workshops to meal preps and instructional videos to meal plans with recipes and grocery lists, LaShonda makes delicious dishes easy to incorporate into the family dinner table. As founder of Saving Grace Suppers and Crunchy on a Curve, she empowers women with tools to feed their families while saving their time and sanity. She lives in Texas with three daughters, stud of a husband. Uh Oh, you hear that shout out? And they're two (laughs) dogs and as many chickens as she can get away with. LaShonda, that is impressive. Where were you 30 years ago when I had six (laughs) children and a husband that was traveling all the time? You know, it was one of those things where I had to deal with it first as a single mom by myself. And now I have a husband who travels a whole big bunch and both fur kids and two-legged kids. And I just found some ways that helped me. And I thought coaching other moms made just a lot of sense because I know we all have walked that road at some point. Yeah, that is actually very impressive. Um, I'm going to have your bio in the show notes. So Chances are you might get some calls, I would think, because, wow, that's really, really great. So, LaShonda, when did we first meet? Let's see. A few years ago, um, I got to see the movie, We Are Stronger, and loved it. And then uh, we met, um, I believe, you and and the rest of the cast and producer came to our church, um, I believe. And so I got to meet you there um, okay. after seeing the movie. Okay. Loved the movie, but getting to know you and some of the other cast members was just a really special day for me because I loved the movie, but I also just loved what you guys were trying to do with it. 
That's so awesome. That's so awesome. I remember that. That's great. Okay. So, LaShonda, everyone knows that I am just taken over by the color purple. I'm a purple, just clear person. I mean, entity, you, right. should, you can say. So I call my thoughts purple thoughts. If you could give a color to your thoughts, what would that color be and why? Absolutely. The, my color for sure is blue right? ah. all day long. Um, partly it's because I love the outdoors and the big open sky and I love water of all kinds. I love going to the ocean. I love being in a pool. I love going to the lake. And so water is, is just cleansing and you can do all kinds of things in it that I can't necessarily do on land. And, and so I just feel wonderful in water and I love being under the sky. And so blue is definitely my color. Oh, I love that. That's pretty. You know, quite a few of my guests like blue. I, th I find that very interesting uh, with uh, with the interviews and not just the women, men too, but the huh. thing that they're all different reasons. So I find that, that that's really striking me. Very, very interesting. Okay, LaShonda, so you're here today because people, quite frankly, want to hear from you. And we want to know what thoughts you picked and what you have to say about it. So take your time and let's get into it. Okay. Well, the, the purple font, I mean, there have been a, a very large number of them that have really stood out to me. But one that I particularly love, it says, there's protection, provision, and care under God's hand. I'm humbling myself under God's mighty hand. Uh, that's a that's a just a fantastic one yeah I I love so many things about it first of all um the protection provision and care um I feel like so often we try to to get those things on our own or through other sources and every single time without exception we find out that we just cannot get those things anywhere else and have them be worth anything um God's protection God's provision and God's care are unsurpassed. And when we try to do it on our own, and as, as a former single mom, I will tell you one big thing that you tend to do as a single mom is try to be self-sufficient and it just doesn't work. And so wow. you have to learn to rely on others. You have to learn to build community. And that is one of the things that, that I do in my coaching is, is to help people first understand that because single moms do have a tendency to want to be self-sufficient, but then also to realize that you can build, build community, you can trust other people, but a lot of times it comes from being in a community that's centered around God himself because his community, community with him has to come first uh, for those things to really work. Amen. And so those things can only come from God. And, and when, when we try to get them other places or from ourselves, we will fail. Absolutely. And humbling myself under God's mighty hand just means accepting that he's the only source that we can truly get those things from and truly understand that his mighty hand is, is a, not a bad place to be. I mean, he has a mighty hand, but he's also gentle and kind and loving. And so um, it's, it's a comfort to be under his hand and it's not a burden to be under his hand. You know, used to, I think I would want to be independent and I would want to be sufficient. And now I am completely content to be under God's hand and not feel like that's taking anything away from me. That is beautiful. I love that. 
Wow. Well, you're saying a lot of things. I'm going to pause you just for a second. I want to go back to a few things you said. One thing you said uh, uh, in the single community. Now, you know what's interesting? Me, myself, I got married at 19. So I didn't really have, quote unquote, a single life. You know, I've been married at a very young age. So I don't really know that road and nor would I pretend to do so. But what struck me about what you said uh, about uh, single moms, how they want to be self-sufficient, in my mind, seemed like they would want help. So why is right. I feel like a lot of times, and I know for me, this was definitely true. And in being in community with other single moms for so long, I have seen in myself and in them that a lot of times it has to do with trust. Ah. There is a lack of trust. You know, you might want to be with somebody. In fact, that was always my dream. Yeah. Before being a single mom and after, I wanted to have the white picket fence and the kids and the whole thing. However, I didn't want to put myself out there to get hurt again and to be Uh alone again or to have somebody hurt me or certainly not have somebody hurt my child. Yes, and so I think a lot of that to come from wanting to put walls up when we don't want to trust others because we've been hurt. Got it. And so you just have to be willing to put yourself out there. Um, but it, it takes some real healing to happen first. Right. That's interesting. Okay. So I think what happens, and this is for all of us, whether we're single, married, male, female, whatever, um, you hit the uh, nail on the head when you brought up the issue of trust. Even the carrying out of this purple thought is rooted in a seed of trust. So that's really, really good. Um, I know uh, personally, uh, we had a bad church breakup, just really some really, really bad things happened. And I won't get into any of that because that's not what I'm trying to bring up. However, it affected my trust. So I can understand it on that level when it came to the body of Christ. Quite frankly, for a period, I didn't trust Christians. I was like, people are crazy. I didn't trust them. And so I couldn't let them in and I couldn't get the care that I needed. And it wasn't until, um, actually, I was, uh, the Lord gave me a song. He spoke to me in a dream and gave me a song about uh, his love, which I wrote and my husband, um, um, you know, recorded. It's actually a recorded, uh, one of his recorded uh, songs, but uh, it's called, It's a Love Thing. And basically, God told me that he wasn't like man. And his whole motive is love. Everything he do, he does, is a love thing. So I think also with the single ladies, if they could uh, separate God from man and not not, Mm. uh, punish him for what man do, that would help there. So that was really, really good. I really, really liked that. The other thing you talked about... um, was about humbling yourself and how God's hand is a good place to be. So what is God's hand? Well, you know, we read in the Bible that God will hide us in in the shelter of his wing. And so that gives me a really beautiful picture of this kind of mama bird or bigger bird that kind of has their wings out and the baby wings are kind of, or baby birds are kind of underneath those wings. Yeah. And um, God is so much bigger and his, his being under his hand is so much more than being under a bird's wing, but that gives me a good picture of that mama bird being protective and, you know, the rain's not going to get it. A predator's not going to get it. They're going to, they're going to be provided for. And so 
that that's a really good picture for me to kind of see what that's like. Um, sometimes we get the idea of being under somebody's thumb, which is very yeah. different from being under God's hand. That's not yeah. the same thing. And I think that's sometimes what we hear or what we feel because of, like you said, experiences with other people, but God is, is not other people. And so I, I think that we just have to experience him for him and on his own without letting it be colored by our previous experiences with other people. Man, so, that is so beautifully said. I love that. Okay. The thumb analogy is just, man, again, spot on. And I, 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 I'm in agreement with you. It's a difference. Because when you think of a thumb, you think of someone just controlling you, pinning you down, not giving you options, you know, on and on. But our God is gracious. And uh, even though he has the right, now he has the right to put us under his thumb, but he has the uh, integrity and the kindness and the graciousness to allow us to be under his mm -hmm. hand. Beautifully said, love it, love it, love it. And one more question about you, uh, something you said about humbling yourself. <clears throat> Uh, I make this a two-part, and you can share this any way you want to. But okay. what what did it mean for you to humble yourself? I mean, because a lot of times we hear these words, and we don't really think about okay, what are we really saying here? Um, what did it mean for you to humble yourself? And why do you think it's hard for mankind, as as much frailty as we have, to humble ourselves? Absolutely. So, um. I remember <laughs> when I was a single mom and I did, I did want a husband. Um, and I remember praying to God for a good husband. And, um, one of the few times in my life that I had, I know I've heard God's voice just clearly as I'm hearing yours now. Yeah. Um, he said, how are you going to submit to a husband if you can't submit to me? Whoa. And if you want to hit, be hit in the head with a two by four, have that conversation with God. And so I really looked at the ways that I was still trying to do my own thing and um, go my own way and not necessarily conform to what God was asking me to do. And I really started doing those things. And that was when I started, and not by coincidence, I don't think, feeling like I could put myself out there to get to know other people and eventually did get married and have more children with my husband. But I had to um, understand that one, humbling myself to God allowed me to do what he's asking me to do. And like you said, that's not a, that's not a controlling or bad thing, but I just wanted to be my own boss. And what I realized was that when I started doing the things that God had asked me to do, they were for my own good. And not one of them was just arbitrary or irrelevant. Every yes. one of them for my own benefit. If I would just get out of my own way. Yes. God. And so, yeah, I love it. So that, and I think that that's, that's all of us. I mean, we want to, be our own boss. We want to be the king of our own life. And when we surrender to God, I don't think we realize when we use the word Lord, it's like using the word master. Yeah. He is our master. And that's not a word we love to throw around. Exactly. But when we do it, 
we find that out. God is actually telling me to do these things for me, not for him, for me. He loves me that much that he's giving me safe boundaries. And, um, you know, it's much easier to see now raising children why I give them boundaries. Exactly. I give them boundaries to keep them safe. And so now it's a little bit easier for me as a mom to see, well, God gave me boundaries to keep me safe. Exactly. I love it. See, we're rolling right into what was behind this purple thought when I wrote it. And this, this purple thought was a reflection on how life changed for me. I think maybe about seven years ago, I made a decision that whatever God said, I'm just going to do it, period. Just whatever he says. I don't care if I understand it. I don't care if I like it. If I hear him, if I even think it's him, I'm moving. I'm not going to just be trying to um, pray for 10 years, trying to figure out, is this him? Is it not? If I think it's him, I'm doing it. Uh, I learned to not be afraid of mistakes. He told me that he autocorrects my mistakes. So um, his mercy autocorrects my mistakes. So um, anyway, so I've just been stepping out ever since. And I'm like, whoa, my whole life changed. So when I was talking about being under his hand, I was talking about being under his guidance and direction. That's what I was thinking of when I wrote that. And while I was under his guidance and direction, it's amazing how I was protected from so many things. Some choices we make, we feel that it's what we want. That's what we want to do. And it winds up landing us in hot water. Sometimes our feelings get hurt. Sometimes we get spiritually corrupted. All kinds of things can happen when we're out there alone, but under his hand. If I ask to do this and he says no, like you said, there's a reason. There's a boundary for a reason. He sees so much further. So I saw protection. And then being there, God is always trying to guide us to something because he wants us to prosper, you know. So I saw that provision. And in that, I just saw his tender care, too. I was like, this is a God that cares for me. He cares for how I feel. He cares for my prosperity. He cares for my holiness. So that's what I was thinking when I wrote that uh, Purple Thought. I, I love that. And I love knowing kind of what was behind it. And like you said, I feel like we were kind of both coming at it in, in a similar fashion, um, yeah. you know, just finding out God, God has our best yes. for us. If we, will, if we will relinquish what we want, he will give us something so much better. Exactly. I think I saw this on Facebook somewhere where um, I think Jesus has a big teddy bear behind his back and he's trying to take the little teddy bear from the little girl it's like, I just want to give you something else. And um, again, that's what I think about when I think about this particular purple thought. It's all in there. And God doesn't have hidden agendas. Man does. But again, like you said, if we could separate the, our experience with mankind from our experience with God and really rely on that experience, we could be further up the road. Yes, absolutely. That we could all just relinquish ourselves and, and, and follow that would be such a, a great day for any of us. I know, right? Well, I know it's been my prosperity and um, it has encouraged me to do it more and more and more. For a matter of fact, you, you were talking about the movie and how you met me through that avenue. That was, I was under God's hand. And I don't know if you know this story or not, 
But actually, I met Carla, who is the executive producer of We Are Stronger and, and our new TV show, woo, woo, Breaking yes. Strongholds. Anyway, it's so exciting. But um, when I met her, um, we met, we introduced ourselves. We are immediately a, um, a kindred spirit. So we just really hit it off. But we went our separate ways. Uh, we went to our marriage conference, which was excellent. Um, she went her way. I went my way. That was, we left on a Sunday. On that Monday, the Lord spoke to me and he said, I need you to clear your schedule. There's a movie I want you to be in. So mind you, I don't know Carla does movies. I didn't even know that. Um, and it was really funny because I'm like, okay, where a movie going to come from? And I have a group of people that I, you know, have a couple of close Christian friends that I talk to about things like that. I was like, you know, I heard the strangest thing this time. I mean, I know I'd be hearing stuff, but the Lord said, clear your schedule. There's a movie. I'm like, okay, I think I'm going too far now with this. You know, they're like, Justina, God always speak to you. If I were you, I would just do what he said. I'm like, okay, cleared my schedule. I cleared all my um, um, networking events on Mondays and Tuesday. Nothing. I just cleared those two days. Saturday, Carla calls me and asks me about the movie. Literally. Wow. But just that obedience, you know, just mm -hmm. being under his guidance. I did what he asked me to do. And that brought me into so many things. And the rest is history with that. But I mean, so many things came from that. So much protection, provision, and care. It's amazing. It's really amazing. So, yes. And it's amazing how when we will obey God in a little, that he'll 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 know that we are able to be responsible with more. Absolutely. There's some truth. That's right. Love it, love it, love it. So have a question for you, Lashonda. Why do you think that um, people should tune in to the Building Hope with Purple Thoughts podcast? Well, I love the purple thoughts, and I think the word that you have tied to them the word hope is yeah. just absolutely integral. I mean, people, if anybody, anytime needed hope, it's right now. I mean, people really are looking for something that can possibly give them hope. And a lot of times we're looking to the wrong things to give us hope and to give us security and to give us safety, um, any kind of hope. And so when we look at the foundation of what you have this built on, which is your relationship with God, that is the only place where our hope can truly come from. And so listening on a regular basis to this is a source of that hope. And it's a source of knowing more about God and what he can give us and what he can do for us and how he has plans for us. Yes. And if we don't do that on a consistent basis, we can kind of get mired down in the day-to-day -day things that are happening in life that aren't always the most positive. Yes. And so we have to conscientiously focus on ways to bring more hope into our lives. I love it. I love it. Okay. Y'all heard that. What all she said is why you should tune in. Thank you. Thank you for your kind words. Is there anything else you would like to add before we close? This is just an excellent uh, conversation. I have absolutely loved talking with you again today. Um, I just would love, you said earlier, there might be some people listening who would benefit from 
um, my community or from chatting with me and I would, I would be honored and they can find me on Facebook. Um, I have a group called small steps in self-care and it it's to do exactly what it sounds like. Just take people one step at a time to get to where they can really take care of themselves. And part of that is having hope and having a relationship with God and with a community of others who do as well. Beautiful. Okay, guys, her information will be in the, is in the show notes. So be sure to check that out if you need her services. Okay, guys, well, we're going to wrap it up now. Um, uh, LaShonda, truly, it's been a joy speaking with you today. I want um, the listeners to know if this conversation, if that purple thought which she shared has been inspiring to you, guess what? I have 365 more of them in my Building Hope with Purple Thoughts journal. 2021. It's available on Amazon and it um, the profits benefit my nonprofit organization, the Amos House of Faith. It's been a pleasure having you today. Thank you for tuning in and be sure to tune in next week for more of Building Hope with Purple Thoughts. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining this purple girl in her purple world. Share the inspiration by leaving a review, rating, and subscribing to the show. I'll see you in the next episode. Until then, keep hope alive.